The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey there, James, John, and all the nobodies that are listening. Just for clarification, Braveheart is a movie starring Mel Gibson about a Scottish war hero. Dragonheart is a movie about a dragon voiced by Sean Connery, and Barnhart is the upcoming 2020 Amish action romance movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Scarlett Johansson. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hey, this episode is brought to you by our patrons who do awesome stuff, so join them at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. If you utter so much as one syllable, I'll hunt you down and gut you like a fish. Meanwhile, I'll be listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I left her some guano. Hey, how you doing, podcast people? This is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious, funny life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode two, uh, 322, brought to you the week of December 12, 2019. I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Yeah, that's right. My name is John, and I have shoes on. Awesome. <laughs> My feet, just in case you were curious as to where those shoes I are also located. Have n- I know where shoes are located, and I know mine are on my feet, too. So Sometimes I wear them on my hands. My son today had a pair of gloves, and um, he, he was playing with them because they... They, they're thick enough to where they kind of have their own structure. Like, they look like they have hands in them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like uh, snow glo- Well, I guess you need them up there because it's really cold. Yeah. Right now, right? So, I go to get gas in the truck, and I come back, and, and, and he's pulling his hand, the gloves away real quick. I'm like, did I just catch you pretending to drive the truck with your gloves? And he's like, <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> he's in sixth grade. When do we quit pretending to do things? I don't know. But Well, uh, when he gets to do it for real, then he'll stop pretending. That's true. That's true. Uh, I, uh, we always start with a story, and this is from Elijah West from Vicksburg. He says, my dad does this thing at church called the Rangers. It's sort of like yeah. Boy Scouts. You, you know about that, John? Dude, I know all about that. I also do Rangers. <laughs> I did Rangers too. I was in Rangers when I was a kid. I, yep, I was, and now I'm a I'm a commander. Wow, I didn't know you yeah. did that. I I help out. Yeah, yeah. On my honor, uh, oh, I will do my best. best to do my duty to God, my country, and to- my fellow oh. man. No, yeah. I I think I'm getting confused with Boy Scouts. Uh, 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 I live by the Ranger Code and yeah. make the golden rule my daily. Yeah, rule. yeah. I used to know it. Now I don't know it. But anyway, he says I I do this thing called Rangers, but it's like Boy Scouts, but it's at boys. It's for boys at church. One day we went hiking and there was a hill that was good for sliding down, but you had to climb a shorter hill to get to it. 
and there was a root sticking out of the ground. So we were using it to climb the shorter hill, but when the last person went, it broke. So I went back up the taller hill to help him. I got to the top of the tall hill and slipped, and my crouch hit a big piece of clay. (laughs) (laughs) The clay was shaped perfectly for me to land on. Elijah West from Vicksburg. Poor poor, uh, Elijah. He's lucky he didn't hit his crotch. Um, I don't know what your crouch is, but uh, you better watch out what position you're in when you're walking around. You should not crouch. You should stand up. Did I lose you, John? Good, because that was an awkward pause. Okay, so for you guys, that was a millisecond. For us, it's been like 15 minutes. Uh, there was an <laughs> outage, a Discord outage, and um, I, 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 I just want to leave it in because it is so awkward and horrible when I put a joke out there <laughs> and nobody laughs and, and there's just dead silence on the other end. I was laughing because you said crouch. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what you said after that. I, that's it ended for me uh, there. So uh, well, I look forward to catching the show. Well, what I said was, <laughs> I said, it's a good thing he didn't hit his crotch. Cause that would have hurt. I don't know what part of the body is crouches, but, uh, <laughs> Anyway, there it is. See, there's a little laugh. That's a little t- I, little pity laugh. I I like that. That's that's what. It, no, that's well, what you we actually kind of skyped out there for a second. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> See? but it, it my brain put the wires together and is like, oh, okay, I know what that. So St. Louis is having a hard time keeping um, Discord going. So yeah, believe it or not, there's like a there's like a red splotch on the outage map. So that's uh. It's, you it's, and Chesterfield right next to you. Is Chesterfield, is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know. I I just, you know, it's a service we get for free, so it's hard to complain. But, man, it's yeah. a it's a bad time. Bad yeah, time for on. it. Anyway. Um, Discord, you and your free stuff. Hey, before we get into the show properly, I have to mention something uh, about no- November. I know it's been over for a couple of weeks, but I forgot to mention Janusz Strispec. And um, what did Janusz do? Janusz, he he upped his his uh, monthly giving like a couple of bucks. And uh, so Janusz Street Specaleka, you little you spec on a on a Recaleka, high, make a honey high. Janusz, I actually had dinner with Janusz and his and his wife. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, but now I'm putting it in my bad memories. Uh, category <gasps> at so, least for the next few minutes eh? yeah yeah because i have to rail on him because he gave during november and somehow mm. i missed it and um so there you go so, janush up your giving <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> yes I did that yeah you're, you're you try it and that's the important thing is you're trying to be mean and um it, it's hard for you uh, you're, you're you're mean challenged I'm mean challenged. Uh, well, just make me really. Well, I even feel bad after I get angry. So <laughs> I got problems. Uh, well, let's rewind the week then, eh? Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, it's time for us to go back and rewind the week. I kind of already gave mine. The one where my son <laughs> was driving with his with his gloves. Uh, it, it, it's not hilarious. It's just funny in a daddy, in a dad kind of way, because he's not supposed to be pretending at, at, uh, 
you know, 11 years old, I don't think. <laughs> With I don't his know. driving gloves on? Yeah, pretending his, his gloves are driving my truck. So, uh, John, what do you got? Well, I, I, I had something that actually my son, Johnny, reminded me of. Uh, he When we were in West Virginia for Thanksgiving, um, you know, West Princeton, West Virginia is a small place. It's not, it's like, I think I talked about it last week. It's a pretty small town. And um, Johnny's been just enamored lately with, with wanting to look at the new iPhone 11 Pro and hmm. check it out and put his hands on it because he likes to investigate things. And so we were in, believe it or not, Princeton, West Virginia has a little mall there. It's, it's, it, it's kind of, it hurts to call it a mall because <laughs> it's more like a, an indoor building with a bunch of, <laughs> it almost feels like it's abandoned when you're in there. Oh, <laughs> but anyways, we were in there and, uh, one of the stores, and um, he says, "Well, can we just go to an Apple store?" Oh, did they have, <laughs> did they have one? No, <laughs> I, I would have been very surprised. <laughs> I I for some reason it struck me so hard because for one, I don't think you're going to find an Apple store in West Virginia at all. Yeah, um, maybe maybe one in I don't know Morgantown or Beckley or something, but. So, and, and just his unawareness with the entire <laughs> uh, surroundings, uh, it just cracked me up. So, Son, if to, you want an apple store, you can go to Lorenzo's down on the corner there and buy an apple, boy. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We we got all sorts of apples around here. We got Macintosh. We got Fuji. We got um, them big red ones and little green ones. Um, that's, that's West Virginia for you. But, um, so, you know, the small town thing kind of, uh, reminded me of something that I saw this morning, um, where I live in, in Noonan, we still have churches that put up, you know, those, those marquee signs and they put these sayings, witty little sayings yeah, on them. Yeah. So this is a, this is one. I love the, to hate those. Yeah. Well, you're going to love to hate this one. Okay. <laughs> um, so everybody's got their, uh their Christmas ones out. And so I passed by some of them on the way into work. And the one I saw this morning just kind of made me, Oh, that was cute. You know, one of those kind of, yeah. so it said, uh, the Christmas story started a long, long time ago in a Galilee far away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm talking about. They hurt. Mm, a Galilee far. I, part of, part of me is like, Oh, oh that was pretty witty, but no. Another part of it is like, why did you do that? It just makes you groan. It's like no one's going to go to your church because they they don't want to hurt that bad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what if you What if you brought out some more puns? It's like my mm. son. He he had he had a pun this week. He has a um a, one of those those countdowns that that have the chocolates in them. Oh, you know, an advent calendar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's called a holiday countdown now uh, in holiday small count. print. Yeah, they gotta make sure to leave the advent out of it. But yeah, yeah, uh, it 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 has a stormtrooper on it, and it says um, "up to snow good." And and my son was walking around saying that he's just walking around like I'm up to snow good. I'm I'm up, <laughs> I'm snow up to snow good, and and then he says, "Catch my drift." <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was good. Turd. <laughs> <laughs> Don't learn to joke that way. 
<laughs> that wasn't bad. That no, wasn't bad. it wasn't. But still, you're going to end up writing church signs for a living. That's the only thing you're going to get work doing. Mm. You know? Oh man, so. or or writing jokes for books that you buy at the the dollar counter at the bookstore, right? Yes, thank you. Or fifty cent counter. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Why hey, did, did you why? see my? Oh, go ahead. Why did the guy drink poison but not die? Because he was in the living room. Or, 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 or. Bad jokes. Yeah. Bad jokes. Anyway, did what you, were you saying? Did you see my, my daily update on Instagram? No, yesterday? no. So I, my son comes to school with, comes to school. He comes to work with me on, on Wednesdays because he takes piano lessons at the school here. And then it's also one of the days that, um, that his mom, that my wife, Amy is, is teaching at her school. So he's, he would have to be at home by himself. So he comes and sits in my office, does his his homeschool stuff here. Anyways, uh, I have to leave my office constantly because, you know, I'm helping people around the campus here. And I came back and he's written on um, on a sticky note to let me know where he is. <laughs> so the sticky note says, on the pot. And underneath <laughs> on the pot, it says, pooping just you know just in case i didn't know what he was doing on the in parentheses pot. yeah just <laughs> letting you know i'm, I'm not just letting me know i'm not taking a shower in there or anything i'm not i'm not bathing or or uh, <laughs> making origami out of the toilet paper i'm i'm doing what you do when you're on pooping. the pot yeah on the pot so i had brought it up to him last night i said why'd you why'd you have to tell me that you're pooping when you're on the you're pot so said, specific well, I didn't know for sure that you knew what on the pot meant. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who, who do you thought taught you? <laughs> hey, my dad's an idiot. So <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. Sometimes he may not know. He, he, <laughs> he, he's probably actually got a mind like yours and he was probably sitting there debating on the pot. I don't want dad <laughs> to think I'm on drugs. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble, yes. so let me say pooping, and that way he'll know that he yeah. he doesn't have anything to worry about. Okay, I, I think he might have gotten that from his brother John because John used to leave me notes like that. Um, oh yeah, occasionally, yeah. Just you know, I'm taking a dump. So gosh, <laughs> Thanks, it's guys. it's got to be different with boys because I've I have a daughter and then a son, and there's never. That's a world I don't know anything about and have never interacted with. I mean, once she got potty mm. trained, it, it was a great divide, and I've been yeah. grateful for it. You know, never happened again, right? She, yeah. Once she was potty trained, she ceased going. Yes, and and it was no more screaming, "Wipe me, <laughs> somebody, oh. my butt." Oh. <laughs> So yeah, I, I we, there there would never be a time my daughter would write a note like that. So <laughs> it's just it's funny to me, it, and because of that, my son would never because he he kind of right. you know he just takes after whatever you know. It's just a very so she, I mean he's he's so private that he still goes into the to the ur, the stall. He won't use a urinal. Oh right, yeah. So he doesn't sit okay. down to go, at least. So there is hope for him. Um, not that there's any shame <laughs> with sitting down. If you're a sitter down or peer and you're a dude, you know, it's a lot of people would call you a wimp. But I know John does that. And so he would hey. stand with 
<laughs> with you. I mean, or sit with you and <laughs> side no. by side and support no. support your weird habit. <laughs> nah, man. I you know I don't. Yeah. I probably. I've thought, you know, maybe I should have taught my boys to do that because it would be a lot less mess in the bathroom. No joke. Oh, gosh. I don't know what happens in there. It's like like they try to water the walls or something. Yeah, was it last week, I think, that I talked about going to the the bathroom at the diner and the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What was it that he said to you? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know what he said, but I know what he did down there because it was splashed. I think he he, he just – Got got ready to go to the bathroom and then just started spinning around in a circle. <laughs> Good luck in there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I left you a mess. <laughs> Gosh. You always wonder. At least I know now what kind of guy does that, you know? Yeah. Now you can so, put a face on him, huh? Uh, All right. Let's do um, human lie detector. Hmm. That's right. So... Why don't you explain to the people what we're doing today, John? James, the human lie detector is an opportunity for me, in this case, to tell you a story, be it true or not. And you, as the human lie detector, will get to determine, decipher, distinguish, may you, uh, if it's a true story or a lie. I can't wait. Now, you are, uh, you're very gifted with this i don't know if it's because i have such a difficulty telling stories that are not true or if you just uh you just you just know your way around a a, a falsehood well i but, am uh, i am the prince of liars and so <laughs> or at least i know him very well and uh <laughs> not my choice of course Mm. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I, I would like to say that I'm super, a super sleuth when it comes to fibbing, but I, I must also say that you are a terrible, terrible liar. Ah. And, um, and so, <laughs> which is a good thing, you know, uh, you, I guess sh- so. you should take you. that as a, as a uh, compliment. Uh, I feel complimented because that means you're a good truth teller. And I'm a good liar, and that's not something to brag about. So, anyway. I believe everything you say. There you go. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping that maybe, by chance... You'll get me. uh, I can stump you. All right. Perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe not. Let's see how good you got it, man. Okay. Just as a reminder, you'll get an opportunity to ask three questions. Good. To help you in your decision. If, If I need them. If you need them, right. So this story takes place uh, during my college years. And uh, as you may recall, I um, I used to to travel with the drama group. Yes. We would perform dramas at uh, different churches and camps and stuff like that. So, well, one year we were... uh, we were performing or presenting or whatever you want to call it at a camp in Georgia, of all places, Camp Timberlake. And uh, this was back in the 90s, you know, the early 90s. And um, uh, we, the the guys on my team, we all decided that, hey, let's go for a midnight swim. And there was a pool and it was, it was kind of set off, you know, in the distance from the rest of the, the rest of the camp there. You know, they had their dorms kind of down on the other end of the campus and the pool was off by itself. And right across the street from the pool, there was a, uh, there's a house actually. 
And that's where the, the caretaker lived, camp caretaker. I don't even remember ever seeing anybody there come to think of it. But anyways, it might have been a haunted house for all I know. But we decided we'd jump in the pool. We were swimming around. We were being quiet because we didn't want to wake up the caretaker. And uh, somebody got the idea. Say, hey, let's let's swim without without swimming trunks. Nah, you always yeah. have to watch out for that, dude. Yeah. So it, for some reason, it sounded like a good idea. Oh. And so <laughs> everybody participated. It was dark, you know, out there uh. and whatever and whatnot. Um, and so we went swimming and had a great time. It was fun. And then we, we left and, and we decided to take one of the guys, uh, <laughs> swim trunks, somebody, I don't know who did it, but they threw them out in, in the woods a little bit. And <laughs> then we decided to leave. We were all clothed and everything, but, uh, he was not, and he had to go and, uh, get his swim trunks and, and retrieve them, uh, much to our, uh, uh, laughing uh, pleasure, I suppose you could say. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so it was funny. Great, great time. Well, a few weeks go on, and um, apparently the word had gotten out amongst our team that that had happened. And uh, at the end of just, I think it was like the last week of one of the camps, we were actually in uh, Mississippi at this time. And um, the director, he pulls us aside and he's like, Man, we just, he just chewed us all out. And oh, was so disappointed with us. He's like, Yeah, I can't believe you guys did this. We could have gotten in so much trouble. Do you understand this? And, you know, as a college student, and he wasn't much older than us, actually, he was kind of a college student himself, but he was very mature and apparently. And, um, and so it, we had really disappointed him and, um, he, uh, he let us have it and, I don't remember being threatened with in my life, but I felt very ashamed at that moment. And, uh, and so we, we finished up our camp with a little bit of a, a, a marred, um, a, a mark against us on, on that particular, uh, year of camp. Yeah. So that's that. And, uh, so that's my story. Okay. I don't know if it's any good or not, but, uh, you, you, you can. Well, um, Timberlake Retreat Center. Yeah. In Forsyth, Georgia. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. I just had to verify real quick that it was a real place. Oh, did you Google it? I I did. (laughs) Did you you pull up a map? I did. (laughs) I'm looking Uh, at it right now. (laughs) And I'm I'm (laughs) noticing (laughs) that there's not a lot. There's woods. Along one side, but but I, I I would imagine you guys would have gone to the other side of the pond, where the trees were, away from the main house, because um, there's a dock that goes out a, ah. a bit. Well, if if you're looking at that that thing that looks like a main house, that's actually the the cafeteria and stuff. Okay, and that did not exist in the early nineties. Oh, okay. There okay. was a house. Right across, there's like a pavilion there now, but that's that's where uh, that's where the the house was. So the, the the pool was kind of secluded a bit. Oh, we did not swim in that pond because in the '90s that pond had like swamp monsters in it. Oh, oh, so you were in a pool? Yeah, there's a pool there. You see it right right over there on the other side of the pond there. I guess so. I I didn't look close enough. My mm-hmm. my stealth. I I'm just gonna say that I I um I I'm. Pretty sure uh, that this is the truth. 
But I'm going to go ahead and ask you three questions. First of all, okay. Yeah, uh, you you did indeed participate, I suppose, by uh, removing your bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't condone such behavior. No, that's but. weird. That's weird. I don't care. This isn't 1950s anymore. We don't just shower <laughs> all together or bathe all together like that anymore. I don't know. They used to do that in the PE, you know, yeah, laundry, right, all that stuff. But no. Um, secondly, uh, what was the name of the guy whose trunks got thrown in the woods? Uh, Doug. Yeah, Doug, you made that yeah. up. Um, it's, I still call him, I still say it's the truth. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I'm not going to tell you if it's true. Or not. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you have to. Okay. Yeah, it happened. It happened. <laughs> It's real. <laughs> there wasn't a stutter in your voice, man. You told that story as cleanly and mm. as truthfully as you possibly could. It was totally from memory. So that was reliving it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, all right. Well, I'm going to work on another story soon. I wanted to be wrong. I really did. I, I, I wanted to be wrong <laughs> because it's embarrassing that it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's it's a little. Uh, it makes me wonder about you a little bit. But <laughs> you keep saying it was the '90s, like that was 25 years ago or something. But um, yeah, <laughs> almost uh, right. Yeah, no, it was. It was. It's just crazy. It was. It really seems was. like it Whoa. was just the other day. But hey, gum. I know. It was 25 years ago. <laughs> well, I gotta take my Geritol and yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go t have some youngster teach me how to use a television. So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's do some listener stories. Let's do it. All right. This one's come to us from Tal from Los Ve Los Angeles, California. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's called Junk Ro Rocket. Junk Rocket. So, hi, James and John. My name's Tallulah, but you can call me Tal. I'm a long-time listener, and when this happened, I knew I should send it in. So, at my school, we get one elective every semester. For my first semester, I had STEAM, S-T-E-A-M, Science, Technology, nice. Engineering, Art, and Math. And my teacher nice. is awesome. And she thinks of all sorts of awesome experiments and projects. And a couple of weeks ago, we made construction paper rockets with little film canisters at the bottom. And about a week later, it was launching day. So we poured out, poured some water into the canister. We put a piece of Alka-Seltzer in the lid. And we were, when we were ready to launch, we tipped the Alka-Seltzer into the water. And the reaction made it fizz and shoot the rocket up into the sky. One kid in the class, I'll call him Jeremiah, put his rocket on the ground with Alka-Seltzer in the water. But the water started to come out the bottom a little bit. So he bent over to look at it. And the rocket launched straight up right into his junk. <laughs> he doubled over in pain and nobody saw what happened but me thanks oh. <laughs> thanks for reading tal los angeles california <laughs> nice yeah. sometimes i wonder about these stories wonder if, <laughs> if they they're were true. true yeah if they're you're true. the human lie detector i know this one uh, when you're bending over to look at a at a rocket yeah what what part of your body is going to be over the rocket your chest. Yeah, or your yeah, your right. face, you know. 
I, I guess if the rocket took off at a certain angle, it could be possible. It you know? tipped over. But you're not going to be, your crouch is not going to be right over the junk rocket when it goes off and misfires. Mm. You know? Maybe, maybe it just happened for him. Maybe she just saw it because she wanted to see it. She wanted to see him get hurt. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Tallulah, you got some thinking to do. You got to, you got to look at yourself in, in the mirror and say, am I someone that enjoys seeing people get hurt? And am I the only one seeing it? <laughs> and if that's the case, there's help Dang. for you out there. I don't know. I I'm, I can't refer a doctor because I don't know. But anyway, let's, uh, let's leave Tallulah's story right where it is and kind of back right. away. Backing away yeah, just because we don't away. want that steam rocket to blast that's right. us. Either. Don't, don't want it to hit us in the crouch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one is a uh, voicemail sent in from Austin. Uh, it's called dog fart. And, uh, I got questions about it. So let's just listen and, uh, see what you think. If you think what I think. And we'll think, okay. we'll, I'll tell you what I think after we've thought about it. Here we go. Hey, James okay. and John, it's Austin. Sorry if it's echoing. I'm in a very echoey place. Uh-huh. So I love the podcast and Thanks. I would like to share another story with you. So this one happened a long time ago. My dog, Moki, was sitting behind me and I was sitting on a dining room chair. So mm. I, I farted and <laughs> my dog Moki a couple seconds later put her head up, looked around in confusion, <laughs> sniffed her butt uh, and then went through the pet door to the backyard. So I think she thought that she farted and then needed to go outside to get some fresh air. All right, love the podcast. And you did great on my story last time. And I'll see you next time. A little edit, a little edit job in there somewhere. But nicely uh, done. Yeah, yeah, you got it in there. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, as funny as it is that a dog is dumb enough to think, hey, did I just fart or did I just hear that? You know, mm. I, I might need to go poop. Uh, I I worry about the echoing. Where was he at? <laughs> in the bathroom that's what i think because there's there's not only the sound of the echoing chamber there's also a fiddling like he's fiddling with something like like maybe he's he's making toilet paper angels or something i want you to listen to it for a little bit hey james and john it's austin sorry if it's echoing i'm in a very echoey place no, I can't. So oh, wait, maybe. I love the podcast, and I would like to share huh. another story. Anyway, there's you. there's just, the, the, if you can't hear it, it's definitely there. It's like a fiddling mm. sound, just like a... Oh, I couldn't hear it, but that doesn't mean anything. So here's the rules, kids. <laughs> <laughs> don't fart in front of dogs. No, don't record in the bathroom. <laughs> Well, maybe he had a microphone like I had back in the old days. Yeah, Remember? He's on his phone. You know he's on his phone. <laughs> he's bored. He's like, hey, you know, I that funny thing happened with the dog the other day. So I, I hate to be down on everybody today, but uh, if, you know, we're trying to put out a, a decent show here, kids. 
<laughs> no, no pooping and 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 dialing and recording at the same time. All right, that's but that's just, the best place to think yeah. while you're making a stink. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Let's let's move on to the next story. All right, before I uh, before I forget why we do this show. <laughs> Okay. Well, this story is called LBB Driver. It comes to us from Matt McCall in Charleston. Charleston. Hey, James and John. It's Church Crop Duster Matt. Hey. Welcome back, Matt. I hope you haven't crop dusted any churches in a while. After thinking over a possible near-death experience earlier today, I thought, I'll send it into that story show. Well, thank you. This involves an LBB driver and passenger. It was after church and I was driving to lunch when all of a sudden the driver of another car was so eager to introduce his car to mine that he drove past a stop sign at full speed. Oh, don't you love that? Yeah, not cool. Not cool at all. Thinking our cars should not meet, I hit the brakes hard, possibly preventing a a bad T-bone, not just a T-bone, but a bad T-bone accident where I would have painted the driver's side window of the car red and would have been sending this email from heaven <laughs> after asking Jesus to review it for grammar issues. <laughs> oh, no emails from heaven, okay? No email. <laughs> Rule number three no, for today. <laughs> no emails from heaven. And and also no uh no no voice messages from the bathroom. Yes. Or or while you're driving a car. Right. So um after realizing that our cars would not be meeting this very day the passenger had the audacity to give me the go ahead wave as if he was yielding oh. his right to drive first at a four way stop onto me Thank yeah you. wasn't that nice of him yeah well, you go don't ahead. Even, that actually is considered kind in uh in 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 St. Louis cuz they just go through, and if you miss them, then you win. And that was all you get, is the fact that you didn't hit them. So, Oh, wow. Well, that was nice of him to yield, you know, the, the fact that he was not going to in the first place. But I wanted to get out of the car and ask what the flipping dang doodle he was uh, thinking about, but the Holy Spirit was holding me back. Yeah, that Holy I, Spirit. No. It'll do it. The Holy Spirit will take care of you. That uh, helps me out a lot. After pulling off... To the side and shaking, uh, what? After pulling off to the side and shaking, I guess he just had a full body shiver. Body. You know, he had a near he death a, experience. Maybe he was shaking it off. Yeah, I guess so. He, he pulled off to the side of the road. He was shaking so bad. The other driver uh, drove away. By the way, a couple I know who saw the whole thing pulled over to make sure I was okay. With both of them working in the medical field, they knew that if our cars were introduced, then it would have been bad for my health. Yeah, very true. One way to write. Thanks it. for all the laughs and all that you do, uh, Matt McCall. Thank you, Matt, for sharing that. I'm glad you didn't meet with the other driver, but if you do see them ever in Walmart, I do recommend that you put your skills as a crop duster to the test, <laughs> and uh, you know, just Feel walk free. in front of them for a few minutes. Feel yeah. free to carpet bomb them. That's what John's saying. <laughs> yeah. Don't just dust it. Just bomb them. <laughs> let the volume ring their ears a little bit man i'll tell you i'm not kidding in st louis the 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 city traffic not not so much in the county but here in the city there's so many stop signs every mm. block every block or two there's a four-way stop and people just cruise right through them like there's nothing 
And so wow. I always stop. I always make sure they, they, they call it a St. Louis stop where you roll through slow. Some people don't even do that though. They just go right through and they trust that every single person at every single stop sign is going to do the right thing because that's what's required for them to be successful yeah. at what they're doing. The red sign means, right? Yeah. And, that, and it makes me mad. But I, I do stop and I look both ways because I'm not trying to get hit at because every, I mean, my wife used to get so mad or not mad. She just got irritated with me when we first moved here because I would always talk about the traffic. Well, she would get on the highway and go straight to work and the highway is different. Hmm. And I was driving through the city to take the kids to school tw- two times a week, two times a day, sorry, 14 times a week right. and, and experiencing this. Well, just just the other night, uh, we've gotten to where on Wednesday nights, we drop the kids off at the youth group that is at the old school they used to go to, and we'll go out to a dinner at the diner, and uh, she gets to see the same exact drive. She gets to participate, and, and just, just last Wednesday, just la- last night, actually, uh, finally uh, came onto my side of things and had my back and said, well, heck yeah, you get mad because every single <laughs> stoplight or stop sign is a trap for so, a chance for somebody to hit you. I'm like, exactly. That's why I freak out about it. I'm, it's crazy. I'm officially a grouchy old man. I've decided. I'm. I'm. Well, cr- I, all I need to do is find something achy on my body to talk about, and and we'll, the mm. circle will be complete. Well, I mean, we're getting there, dude. Yeah. It, <laughs> Maybe our maybe our audience will age right along with us. Maybe that'll maybe, happen. Maybe we might have to be the grouchy old man story show. <laughs> Something like that. Grouchy. Well, this one, old man. This one's called uh, <laughs> <laughs> Death, Burial, and Resurrection. It's from Samantha in Louisiana. She says, "My daughter, my daughter's first beloved pet. She didn't love the fish very much. <laughs> uh, was a gerbil. So." Oh. She loved this gerbil so much, she asked me to crochet a little blanket for it. (laughs) Being uneducated in the ways of the gerbil, I sweetly made a tiny blanket for her furry friend. The next day, unfortunately, the blanket was gone and the gerbil was dead. (gasps) (laughs) Turns out gerbils will eat most things, including tiny blankets meant for their comfort. (laughs) So you should be very selective in what you put in a gerbil's cage. <laughs> Lesson learned, right? Right? It's one of these. Clean <laughs> the blanket. It's the more you know oh, stuff. Man. Yeah. So uh, we had a small funeral in the backyard. Just a few friends and family <laughs> at a great size service. We placed a marker, a popsicle stick, so my daughter could visit the grave and mourn her beloved pet. which she had for a total of two days before tragic demise. It took that long to make the blanket, I guess. (laughs) So terrible. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, The next day, my daughter dutifully went to visit the grave in the backyard and she found horror music here, a hole in the ground. Some neighborhood predator had dug up the poor deceased gerbil and feasted (laughs) on the mermaids. (laughs) That's gross. Moral of the story, don't feed gerbils blankets. And when burying a deceased pet, dig deep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Samantha in Louisiana. Thank you. Oh man, is is that the Samantha that made us the 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 crocheted? Uh, Maybe well, so. Maybe so. Yeah. I have a crocheted Buzz Lightyear, and, and I have. Well, she gave me some crap. Yeah, she gave made you <laughs> she some crocheted, crocheted me a poop emoji. Poop emoji. That's very cool. I won't eat it. I promise. I don't want to die. <laughs> I'm not a gerbil. Oh, man. Um, we got a voicemail here from Megan Johnson called Bathroom Horror. It goes a little uh -oh. something like this. Hi, James and John. This is Megan Johnson from Prescott, Arizona. So Hi. I just got back from an amazing vacation with my family. We get we got to go on a cruise for Thanksgiving, and it was Hi. just an amazing time. And I got to eat lots of good food and just have fun and relax it was great <laughs> but um at one point well at many points i had to go to the bathroom Duh. <laughs> but one point in particular i was using one of the restrooms in the like one of the public restrooms i guess um and it was like the kind of stalls where it's like wood doors like a whole like room i guess so, instead of like so your typical nice. bathroom stalls it's like the olive garden stalls you know what i'm saying <laughs> so yeah so the way it is is when you lock the door there's this little dial type thing on the outside so that you know if someone's in there so if someone's in there it is red if someone is not it is white and every time right. i would go in there i would have this thought of like oh my gosh what if i walk in on someone well it would be their fault for not turning the lock right yeah right, right. So, one time I go in there and have that thought, and I'm like, whatever, who would be stupid enough to not lock the door? So, I go in there, taking care of business, <laughs> when suddenly someone walks into the bathroom and into my stall. <laughs> I look up in shock and horror. She looks at me and just like screams, I oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, <gasps> and I like close the door. <laughs> and then I realized I was the one stupid enough to not lock the door. Oh. So I reach up, lock the door, and just like oh. melting in shame. And I realize I have two options. One, I can quickly finish and get my butt out of there, wash my hands, walk <laughs> out. Or I can wait for her to finish and just stay in the stall in misery and shame until she comes out because I could do? not face her at the sink. So I stayed in there an extra good minute or so before I was for sure she was gone. And then I washed my hands and walked out and died of embarrassment. Anyways, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed that. And yes. thank you so much for all your hard work. Truly love the show and look forward to listening to it every week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, thank you, Megan. I'm glad to know that you're a human like the rest of us. Yes, 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 yes. I I did a similar thing recently. I was hating on this guy in front of me because for the last mile and a half, he had had his right no his left blinker on. Oh and, man! And I'm I'm driving behind him, and there's so many people you could just see that are trying to make decisions based on the fact that this guy wants to go left, and he and he gets off at the same exit as I do, which is on the right side and i'm like at least put your right blinker on now you know notice it now <laughs> and then now we're at a stop sign and i'm like okay are you wanting to turn left or are you want to go straight you know mm -hmm. nobody knows you moron because you're a big fat moron 
And so I go down to put my blinker on because I am going to turn left. And it's already on left. And it's been on left the whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. So I was the moron, too. I've done it before. <laughs> but have you ever had it picture perfect like that, though? Where <laughs> you're just... <laughs> It was so terrible. I told my family, oh, right? I was guy because I, I yelled out loud. I was like, "Oh no!" I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I was I, I was re, I was visited by my own iniquity. You know, here I am hating on this dude, and I am that dude. So you are. He was the auger man. He was like uh, telling you what's up ahead. I guess so. It was oh, you? Oh, it was, it was horribly embarrassing for me, and mm. uh, it was. I don't know. How can you get embarrassed by yourself? In your own brain, by yourself, I, it happened. It did. I, you, no, I, I totally can relate with that. I, uh. I, I like embarrassed for me. Like you can <laughs> observe yourself as a, as an outside person. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've done I the same know. thing before. What kind of an idiot would do that? Well, I know I'm the idiot that did it. So, uh, but I, it was a new experience for me. I don't know. I, I just had not. I, I've, I've hated on myself before. I've done all kinds of different things, but I've never just embarrassed myself to myself. It was a, it was a <laughs> unique experience. But anyway, John, uh, tell, read us our last story for today. Our last story is a question. It's what's a narthex? Oh. This comes to us from Jane in Noblesville, Noblesville, Indiana. Noblesville. Okay. Cool. I grew up in a small town, Jane says. There were no stoplights. Whoa. Dude. No stoplights? Only four-way stops? Oh no! <laughs> kind of scary. That hopefully it's not near St. Louis. No, there's probably a lot of accidents. Uh, the church I attended was extremely small. We were lucky if fifty people showed up on a Sunday. I tell you this because the building that housed this church was uh, small as well. When you walked in the door, you either went up the stairs to the sanctuary or down the stairs to the Sunday school rooms. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> it's like a what is it? A house? <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, it's a split level. It's just split level, uh, it, split level church. You either go upstairs to the sanctuary or downstairs to the yeah. Okay, that's all you get, man. There's okay. There, there's a point. I've read the story, so <laughs> okay. Well, fast forward ten-ish years. I'm newly married and attending a church with around 250 people in it. The building is huge and has a sanctuary that can hold up to 1,500 plus in it, and it has a choir balcony. Dude. Cool. Uh, I end up getting hired as the administrative assistant to the senior pastor. Very cool. However, many people in the congregation considered me the admin for the entire church. It's funny yes. how that happens. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? You could have been hired as the senior pastor and people would still assume that you're yeah. the secretary. Or the kid's pastor or anything else. Yeah, it's your anything it, else. It's your, you're your, on your, staff. You got to fix the plumbing. You got to fix anything that goes wrong. In that church now, it's all you. <laughs> my church isn't like that, by the way, just saying. Oh, good. My, mine was. One of mine was. <laughs> yeah. Um, last I, I mean, when the lights went out upstairs, it was my job to pl- replace them. We had a maintenance <laughs> staff, but it was my job, you know. Anyway. <laughs> well, one day, Jane says, I'm talking to the senior pastor, and he's talking about how he wants to take the church into the future. Awesome. With this change, he knows there is going to be some pushback for from some of the members that have been attending for several years. He and I start talking about signage around the building that needs to be updated. 
he's trying to be sensitive to people that have never stepped into a church building before. So he starts uh, naming off some some of the terms he wants the signs to say, such as fellowship center needs to be changed to multi-purpose room and sanctuary now needs to be called the auditorium. Then he says, oh, and we definitely need to get people away from using the term narthex. No! <laughs> no! Look, no! What? <laughs> no! I looked at him with a puzzled look and said, what's a narthex? <laughs> he never heard it. <laughs> he smiled and then explained to me that it's the lobby of a church building. Uh, Our congregation had often used it as a multi-purpose area before the fellowship center slash multi-purpose room was built. It houses lunches, meetings, small groups, etc. Well, needless to say, he got a good giggle that day. Uh, and when I hear someone refer to that room as the Narthex, Narthex. I remember Narthex. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the day that the senior pastor had to school me on what a Narthex was. You didn't know because you haven't listened to the show enough. Oh, um, that's right. If she would have, uh, you know, joined us a little while back. Well, keep reading. Keep reading. By the way, the signage now calls it a lobby, Boom. and that makes more sense to me anyway. So when I saw you called your meetup NarthexCon, I wondered how many people actually knew <laughs> what that word meant. Yeah. Well, every, everybody you, does that's a listener to this show. but Everybody. Except, go ahead. Ah, <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed my, sorry, I'm still listening, but I started from the beginning, as you had suggested, I'm currently on episode 43, Hatchet Man. Right. She well, hasn't gotten there yeah, yet. She hasn't gotten there yet. That doesn't happen until the hundreds. Yeah. So I hope you're binge listening. <laughs> yeah. So when you get to the Narthex period of nobody's listening or that story show, whichever it happens to be, um, then you'll understand why I'm upset that you played part in this <laughs> and you need to change it back to Narthex because... <laughs> Narthex is a great word. Narthex. <laughs> I wish I could have uh, found the sound clip. I could not find my Narthex sound clip anywhere. I, Can you believe it's, it? It's 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 hidden somewhere it's, in all those layers of mystery that you. I know. It's Scott. Scott. Uh, Scott was so happy to to give that to us, and I I I just blew it away. It's just gone. It's not there. So anyway, that's our show for this week. Woohoo! We we got That's you it. through another one. Um, do you have a funny story about maybe getting hit in the crouch? <laughs> <laughs> How about a story where your dog is affected subliminally by your own farts? Do you have a story about killing your family pet with bedclothes? <laughs> How about not knowing what a narthex is? <laughs> Whatever you've got, mm. send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we used your story today, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. That email address is thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at thatstoryshow. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us at. That would be awesome, and it helps a lot. And thanks to our patrons for your support, with special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Janu Streespeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today, like bonus audio content, at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get depressed, don't get stressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. And uh, give us a call. Do so it. yeah, and no calling, no just don't call us from the bathroom. That's the thing. 
I don't know. I don't mind it so much. Ah! <laughs> Sometimes it's the best place to talk. There was a lot We're wrong. Saying. There was a lot wrong with this episode. I don't. I don't mind saying it right up front. But uh, there's always next week. <laughs> oh, hey James, this is Keith, and I, I know how you like to have alternate endings or alternate stories, and so this is not my story. But it's an alternate ending to something you had on your podcast. Well, some time ago. But you had an episode where you called it the mouse dance. And it featured a a mouse that was in your closet-sized bathroom. Well, I don't know where this came from. Maybe I had a dream about spiders in the kitchen or something. But, um, well, let me just do this. So there I was. Traveling through the neighborhood with a friend of mine. We'll just call him Peanut Butter because he just loves peanut butter. Well, Peanut Butter and I were in this house and we're in a closet. And, and suddenly there was this big guy sitting there. And Peanut Butter said, look at this. I'm around there and scare him. And he did. And this man just jumped up and was praying, jumping around. And then he just ran out of the room. And then Peanut Butter decided he was going to explore the house. And that all happened to him, but he never came back. And so I was kind of afraid, so I kind of hid in the wall some more. And then one day I thought I got lonely, and I just went back to this closet, and there was this man there again. And I thought, well, I don't want to bother him, but I must have made a sound. And then he jumped up, and I jumped up, and he started dancing, and I started dancing, and... Let's just say it must be horrible to be his wife because if he steps on her toes like he stepped on me, it must really hurt because suddenly I couldn't move. And then I found myself being like flung through the air and then this in this world of swirling water. Well, let's just say I've been here for a while and many moons have come and gone. And I have these urges sometimes to just jump out of this swirling water and just climb up that man's back. But I, I just have never done it. But, it. but it's not so bad. It's not so bad here in the land of swirling waters. And you're, you'd be surprised. There are other other uh, animals here like uh, a goldfish and, and other uh, dead pets that have uh, gone the way of the swirling water. And, oh, wait. Look. Over there. Hey. Peanut butter. Peanut butter, I'm over here. Hey, check this out. What, what happened to your neck? So anyway, I don't know well, where this came from, James, but uh, maybe you can use it. Maybe you can just use it for your own entertainment. But uh, just happen to think of that. So we'll talk to you later sometime. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. 
In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.